Hello, I'm Al. And I'm Sai. And we're Full Beam, and this week it's episode 37. Not series two, it has to been that. Episode 37. Yeah. Just one series, we're going to go to hundreds. Wow, and thousands. We are. And this week it's the Full Beam Awards for dun, 2019. Dun, dun, dun. <coughs> yes, it we is. We haven't argued much, have we? No, I think most of the arguments came last week when we couldn't decide what was a sports super and hypercar. So much yeah. so that like Al lost all the ability to use his fingers and drive and we had to pull over for a bit while he settled down, but we got there in the end. And I nearly drove over around about. He did, yeah, he didn't see it coming. No. Um, so quite a hairy experience all in all. It was. But we are here. We're here. And it's Friday again, it's full beam Friday, and it is the 2019 Car of the Year Awards presented oh. by full beam and we've got a little list on our phone we have are we ready to go <coughs> we haven't agreed yet though we haven't agreed have we so we're gonna have a winner and a runner up for each category <laughs> that's been you then Alfie uh, my name's Alex <laughs> right then city car I've gone for the BMW i3 Ooh. because I think I know we've had this thing about electric cars yeah but surely the best place for electric car is the city you're only running around the town or you're going to the next city 30 miles away that's the place for electric cars. So your range goes further, you don't have to charge as often because you're just doing little bitty journeys, yeah. you're just commuting. That's your optimal place for an electric car. And you most probably get um, relief, don't you, on tax and insurance and, and all that you, kind of you, stuff. And you're sort of not adding to the pollution in the city. No. That is, that's a really good shout. And I've never been in an i3 <laughs> or driven one. Um, I think they look amazing. They look great. The insides are dead futuristic. And also, apparently, they can go. They can shift. Um, mine was a Fiat 500. Which is brilliant. It would be an electric Fiat 500, now mm. you're talking. Yeah. Um, Fiat, yeah, I mean, any small car, really. You can't go wrong, but no. I, just think, I just think for, for a city car, it's got to be electric, really. And you are future-proof in there, Al. You're getting into the EV philosophy already, you know. Um, so I, I'll give you that one, Al. The okay. City Car of the Year 2019 for full beam is... The BMW i3. Going well so far, Al. Bing. Right. <laughs> so, now we're going to pick an electric vehicle, but it's not the BMW i3. <laughs> is it the electric vehicle already? It is. Okay. Yeah. I picked the Porsche. We... Go on. I was going to say, if we don't say the same one here, then we're going to have to knock the podcast on the head. So okay. we say at the same time? Let's do it. But I just let's, let's just see, right... I couldn't pick Tesla because I've I've read some reviews about Tesla and the customer service and the aftercare bad, yeah. is apparently really, really poor. I wouldn't trust one. No, build quality isn't supposed to be that good and there's loads and loads and loads of YouTube videos doing the rounds where people are doing the um it's it's like the remote me kind of service yeah. and, and they can basically control the car off the phone. Yeah. And there's one and a fella has got his Tesla in a car park and it's only across a small junction. It's not a minor junction. It's like a junction from car park to car park, but still nonetheless, this car should realise that that junction is there. And the car, Tesla just came straight across the junction. There was another car coming. If it wasn't at speed, but again, issues there, so it couldn't be a Tesla. Anyway, EV of the year. <laughs> I was also considering the BMW i8 Spider, fantastic car, but it's a sports <laughs> car. Blah, blah, blah. So, three, two, one, Porsche. Porsche Taycan. Taycan. Yay! We did it all! We can do the it, we can Taycan. agree. Taycan, it still sounds like something Boise would say. You know, <laughs> Taycan more lane. It, it is. It still sounds like that. Yeah. Or sounds a bit like the Porsche Tin Can. Mm, yeah. It's a bad that. name. It is. 
but Porsche have done it. Porsche have smashed it. And I don't Lawson think done, yeah. I don't think we've got one, but as a manufacturer of the year, I would say Porsche would probably be my manufacturer of the year. The the current 911 is absolutely incredible. We love the McCann, don't we? The Panamera. They have just had an incredible year. Their styling and everything else is brilliant. And they've done it for me because they've made me want an electric vehicle. They've, they've made me want... Normally, you're not going to go, oh, I'm not fussed on that. I don't like a Tesla. I don't like to say bit boring, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That Porsche, they've done exactly what Porsche should have done. And they've just made a Porsche, but electric. Do you think I don't like about the same cab? And most electric vehicles is that they feel there's no need for a grill because yes, of no radiator. Exactly. And I hate that. Yeah. The yeah. front's always look a bit classy. Yes, they do. Just pull a fake grill on. Yeah. Look all the better. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. So yeah, Porsche, Taycan. Hatchback. V2 one. Ford Focus. Yes, good lad. Okay. But only in the RS variant. I think they're pretty good anyway. They are, mate. And you know, we, we sit in one regularly with a Fiesta, but we sit in Fords regularly and there is nothing that a one series or an audi has over this you've got a touch screen you've got a great stereo blah blah it's got all the all the bits and bobs that you need so ford have come on they, they, they just progress don't they they come on and they come on and they come on every year years ago you would turn away from a ford because you'd only get certain like luxuries or add-ons in like the german market so yeah. you wouldn't buy a mondeo because you didn't have the stuff that the three series had or yeah. an a4 but you sit in a Focus and a 1 Series or a Focus and an A3. So what you're really saying is that Fords are BMWs for people who can't afford BMWs. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I can't really argue with that. No. Okay. They've, they've, got, they've got a great engine range. They've got all the mod cons. <coughs> there's space. They're comfortable. You get one with a nice leather interior. You know, automatic gearboxes, sat-nav, cruise control, the lot. You, they have the same stuff now, the same equipment. I gotta be honest, yeah. I mean, got a touchscreen, got sat nav as standard, even though it needs updating, and it takes a pound to update, which is ridiculous. Dab radio, dab plus radio. I've got everything I need, yeah. really. And stuff, up, stuff I wouldn't have jumped off five years ago. And that I imagine was standard. Oh yeah. Whereas if I wanted a BMW, I pick <coughs> a BMW, pick me colour, pick me engines, whatever. Then come the extras, and the extras come as a package. Mm. So do you want the light package? Do you want the driver's package? Do you want the M Sport suspension? It's all extra, extra, extra. Where you buy a Ford, you pick what which one you want, and then you get it all. Yeah. Don't you get all? They don't hold equipment back no. from the most basic model. No. So, but I've had to put the RS down because I have got an RS itch that I just can't scratch. I need to drive an RS. Can you not reach it? I can reach it for you. Not much you can reach. You know, when, when you walk, it'll take you walking when you put your trainers on your knees when you were a kid. You ever do yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. I never thought you did. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I need to drive a Focus RS. I did, just looking at them, we just think that's incredible to drive. A manual this, gearbox. Oh, yeah. The slightest variation of them as well. Just It's styled so nicely. It looks really sporty. Styled so nicely that Aston Martin decided to rip it off. <laughs> anyway, saloon. Do we agree to disagree here, Al? Yeah. Come on, what's yours? The Alpha Giulia, especially the Quadrifolio. Oh, well, of course. V6, 538 horsepower. It's an Alpha. Yeah. It's wrong, though. <laughs> Go on. 
Right is the BMW. Is it a BMW? <laughs> it is. is it? A, I, I can't help it. I can't help it, right? I've picked the BMW 3 Series because the latest one, and again, as much, we're trying here as much as we to just talk about cars that were either enhanced or updated or came out in 2019, where we can. Yeah. Okay, so fair enough, the BMW 3 Series has been going for donkeys, but for years, it has just been a meh. It's been a bit of a block of car. Unless you've got the M3, the actual 3 Series was a bit of a... It's alright, it but... It's a BMW for Christ's sake, it should be awesome. Yeah. And whoever's styled the new 3 Series has just nailed it. It is just... <coughs> front, side, rear profile is absolutely stunning. The back is incredible, the front is great. It is just a thing of beauty. So BMW have raised the stakes for me in the luxury saloon. I don't think I don't think any Merc or Audi touches that BM. What about the Alpha? It's an Alpha mate. As soon as you've driven it off the forecourt, it's lost half its price. It'll break down and it will break down if you like now, Audi. And the build quality. What's great, great car. If somebody said to me, side there's an Alpha quadfolio, go and drive it, I would be like, oh my god, yes, give me a go. But an Alpha I found a perfect analogy here. Go An on. alpha is like a baby. Is it? Yeah. Go on. As in you go, oh, isn't that it's lovely? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So, sooner to used, oh, go on. Just, the, only, the only arguments I've got is I like alphas. I like alphas too, but is it in the same league as that three series? I can't. For reliability, performance, looks, build, quality, everything else. Well, definitely, no. no, I suppose not. No. I like them. So what is it then? It is the BMW 3 Series for our Top Gear Saloon of the Year. Top Gear Saloon of the Year? Top, what's Top Sorry, Gear? Sorry, full beam. Full beam. <laughs> Being a bit presumptuous there, aren't you, Sam? <laughs> well, that's what me and Al are going to be in the next few years. There's going to be no... Well, I'd, I'd still... I'd keep Freddie Flintock, but the other two can go. And we'll take their places. No, I'd be the Freddie. Would you? Yeah. Freddie's the best. He's not. He is. He would really annoy me. Would he? I'd, be, I'd be Chris Harris. He would annoy you because I'm... Be, that's why I like him. I'm Freddie Flintock. Yeah, I very like him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, but in the uh, 340 variant, it'd have to be the 3 Series M340i. Okay, estate. Mercedes E-Class E63 wagon. 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 Get it right. I've gone for the BMW Alpina B3 Touring. Oh, incredible car, Al. In... Incredible. I remember the first time we saw that on social media, me and you were both just oh, like... It's an estate, but... What an estate. Yeah. Green and little bits, detailing gold. They brought out the saloon now, I think the estate's still better. Yeah. Than the saloon. I've never seen an estate look oh, like great that. As that. I know. And you've got all the performance of an M, because they don't make M-powered estates anymore. No. <laughs> so you've got all the performance of an M, you've got the rarity of God knows what. You see yeah. more Ferraris than you see Alpinas. Yeah, that's true. Rare, very expensive though. So? Well, if you've got the money, do it. With the money, do it. It's an Alpina, that badge, that badge. That badge, absolutely. Badge on the wheel, those wheels. Incredible. So? Absolutely. Um, but I do feel... Oh, a but. I don't think you can dismiss the E63. We'll just have a look. Um... I'm just distracted by the sound of that atrocious thing that was parked next to us. I'll, that if, if your car sounds that bad, walk. Does he not know there's an award ceremony going on? Well, it started. Look at that. He stalled it. Has it he? started again. It stopped. Oh dear. I 
can open my window again now. It's a golf, it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but can we have another BMW in the list? That's my only thinking. I don't see it as a BMW, I see it as an Alpina. You see it as it stands alone? Yeah. In that case, son, you can have it. Okay, thank you. So what is it, Al? It's the BMW. <laughs> it's the Alpina B3 Touring. Preferably British racing green or whatever green it's called. With gold detailing. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. SUV. Now there's that many different types of SUV, isn't there? The small, large. Yeah, luxury. Luxury. But we like to be here all day. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I, I picked the one that I would I like the most. The Skoda Kodiak for you then. It's very good. It's very good, but I like the Porsche Macan the most, so I picked the Porsche Macan. Okay, I owned an R with this one again, like like you said, and there's so many to go through. You, you can have a city SUV, you can have a midi SUV, you can have a big one. There's too many. There is far too many. And then you look at all those ones now where they're making super fast ones, so you think, oh my god, there's an X3M. Don't get into that again. No. But would you really have an X3M? Would you really have a Range Rover SVR? No. I'm not keen on the Velar. I've got to be totally honest with you, the Velar is just... I don't know if it knows what it wants to be. Does it want to appeal to a certain market? Does it want to be a standalone between the Evogue and the Range Rover? I'm not really too it sure. It is a weird one because it's not different enough from the Evogue. It's not. No. To be what we've done that for. Yeah. And it's just a bit bigger than the Vogue, just a bit just a bit smaller than the Range Rover. So you mm. see where they're trying to shoehorn it in. But ultimately, the Evogue looks better. The Evogue looks better. If you can't get a Range Rover, don't get a Velar, get, a, get an Evogue. Or just get a Range Rover. And the new Defender is absolutely garbage. Pants. It's like they've just made it all cuddly and soft and rounded all the edges. Anyway, anyway. I totally agree with you, mate. Oh. The SUV of the year is the Porsche Macan. It is. Well, don't Porsche, I bet you please don't. <laughs> Send us a check in the post and give us a drive of a 918 Spider. Yeah, we'll test drive it for you. Coupe. It's going to be problems here, isn't it? <laughs> Right, okay, so if I just take you back a couple of months, all right? It's a BMW, so. Well, let's just set the story first, eh? Okay. It's a BMW, so, isn't it? What what, what was your initial reaction when I showed you an 8 Series? What was it, Al? What was, what was your initial reaction? I had to contain myself. You did? And Al was so impressed with the 8 Series that he set it as his screensaver on not one monitor, but all three <laughs> monitors at his office desk. So he loved... Because I've really grown up. He like loved, loved the 8 Series. Didn't you, Al? I did. You absolutely adored it. Yeah. And now they brought out an M8. Yeah. Which is even better. Yeah. But isn't that a sports car, not a coupe? It's got two doors. Come on, then. I've picked the Alpine A110. Oh, I knew you'd do this, Al. Just because... It's incredible. I, I love... Rear marks, and I love old car names making a comeback. Yeah. I love that. Nostalgic. Al yeah, just, I love it. And Alpine just done it so well. Alpine. 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 I've done it so well. Today, one ten it looks like the old one, but still modernised as well. Just, the design is brilliant. I'm not a massive fan. Not a massive fan of, of, of that. I, didn't it go on fire on a Top Gear episode? No. You sure it didn't? James, you... James May, no, that was, that was a grand tour, wasn't it? James May test drove and bought one right away because it was that good. I thought the A10 went on fire in an episode, they had to put it out and it was completely burnt out and they had to get another one. Well, it hasn't gone on fire since, has it? Well, no, but has any 8 series 
Probably. No, thousands. Oh, it's eight series. No, we, we, no, we've got too many BMWs. We've got to. So, <laughs> I tell you what. What? We'll have a joint. We'll have. We'll have. The coupe of the year is the Alpine, Alpine and the, the eight BMW. series. Okay, Al. Right. That's what I like. That's been mag magnanimous of you. I know it was. It was. Um, cabriolet. Soft top. Okay. Go on in. I pick a, a number really, but I picked the Mercury class. I think it looks the nicest. But, <laughs> well, never mind, never mind the engine side of my bad. It just looks nice. I'm just conscious of mine on the BMW. <laughs> but the E class is garbage. Why is it garbage? Just pick anything. Pick anything. <laughs> MIDI. MIDI convertible. Wrong. Go on. <laughs> just wrong. Of course, 911 convertible. Yes, better, better. Uh, Range Rover convertible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the E class, mate. The E class has been going for donkey's years. Yeah. It's not particularly sporty. It's a bit soft. You look like a bit of an idiot in it, and you've got to be over sixty to have one. It's good though. Nah, there's far better soft tops out there. Far better soft tops out there than that. And I wish you'd named one. To be honest with you, because we'll have another BMW in the winners list, and it's because you can't think of a better car. No, it's because you can't think of anything else apart from BMWs. Whoa, whoa, these are incredible cars. Fight me. The BMW Z4 M40i is by far the best mid range roadster going. It's better than the TT, it's better than the Boxster, it's better than the Cayman. It is better. <laughs> It looks amazing, from back and side, sounds brilliant in the M40 Looking at this car park, you've seen the convertibles, and the cars. So, go on. Bear in mind, we are in the pool in the winter. What would you rather have? <coughs> a Z4 M40i, brand new spec, or an E-Class Mercedes? All right, all right. So the winner of Cabaret of the Year for 2019 is the BMW Z4 M40i. Next. Will BMW just employ him? Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'll do anything. Love you long time. Sports car. Nailed it. Come on. Porsche on 11 4S. Yeah, I picked that as well. Yeah? yeah. In what colour? Rock, rock. Wrong. Wrong. In crayon. Oh. What, Mac Gray? Yes. Ooh. In crayon. The 4S, again, <laughs> is everything. If you think about it being a, an all-rounder, it's everything that you need. It's got incredible performance. It's just a bit softer than the turbo and the, the GTs and all them. So, again, you can consider the insurance and the fuel consumption if that bothers you when you buy one. The 4S is just that middle of the of the 911 range, and it's just incredible. And a little red strip across the back that's always been uh, across the 4S. Every generation of the 4S, I, I just love, 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 love the 4S. Great car. Amazing. Yeah, great car. Okay. That's cool. Supercar, now we could have, <coughs> I think, excuse me, the McLaren 720S deserves a shout. Well, I think all of them do. I think McLaren have made some great cars in the last couple of years. Okay. Um, but you had a, a good one. Oh, so is the 720S yours? Is that what you've gone for? It's going to be seconds. It's going to be runner-up, is it? Yeah. Okay. Because the reason I picked the one you picked as well before, I'd pick a different one, but yeah, really. Yeah. 
corner. The Ferrari FA Tributo. Beautiful. Fantastic. I see a photo of that and it's in like metallic blue. And it's just like, oh, that's yeah. just so gorgeous. Yeah. But again, Ferrari need a bit of a shout for last year. They've made the the Roma, the new entry level. That's lovely. They've made the Portofino, yeah. the special one, and the <coughs> FA Tributo. The names help as well. Yeah. The name. I feel like Portofino, yeah. God, that's making you wet your pants. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Makes you want one, doesn't it? it if does. you want to sell organs on the black market to get one. <laughs> I don't want to get much for mine. If you wake up with any stitches, mate, you know what's happening if you see me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my kidney? Why is I got a Portofino? Oh. i <laughs> Um, so yeah, the F8, <coughs> I just think it is is, is brilliant car. So, okay, ticks all the Ferrari boxes. Right, hypercar. We both agreed on this because it's just outrageous and funny. It's three million pounds starting price. Is it three million quid? <laughs> That's just all the better. <laughs> three three minutes. So this goes back to the hypercar. So price, rarity, apparently none are going to be made. It's absolutely none are going to be made. Well, hardly any. Going to be good. made in small batch numbers, whatever you want to call it. So, but there will be some. There will be some, but very few. It will not be mass. Well, they don't mass produce Lamborghinis anyway. No, but it will true. be a select few that people will be invited to apply for, and you will be given one if you hand over three million pounds. They look absolutely stupid, both inside and out. And I think the most Lamborghini thing ever is let's put a big, massive V12 on it, but call it a hybrid. It's got the power of a hairdryer. Fabulous. Just <laughs> fabulous. So just totally taking the myth, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, Great. absolutely. So you, you've not got any hybrid like the P1 or the 918 or the LaFerrari. They've gone, we know what our customers want. They want a pantomime strapped to a V12. That's exactly what we'll give them. <laughs> but to make all the tree hugging enthusiasts comfortable, we'll put a hybrid on it. And the hybrid will only give like an extra four horsepower. <laughs> Amazing, so hypercar on Love the you, Lambo. Is Imagine Lamborghini inviting you to buy one of their cars. That's like top level. Oh. Imagine getting that letter through the post. Goals. Dear Mr. <laughs> Maxwell, please come down to Senegasta oh, and come and... Wish I was 17 again. Go on. Don't worry, I will get there, mate. You know. Yeah, we are, we are. Um, we'll, we'll go pro. We'll go pro. Our, our invite to Lambo in a couple of years' time will sort it, don't yeah, worry. We will. We will. We will. Um, so yeah, hypercar of the year, Lamborghini, Shahan. Shahan, 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 Shahan. Now I'm going to do car of the year. Now we're going to do, we're going to do surprise and disappointment first. Let's do surprise and disappointment. Surprise! I think you can look no further than the Tesla truck because no one saw that coming. Exactly, I totally agree there. But I also had that down as disappointment of the year because it was on a world stage, and then. The owner goes and throws a brick through the window, yeah. and it was just a total anti-climax. And like we've done this to death, mate. It's too big, too wide, too wide, too long to, to make any regulations. You're never going to see it on the road. They're only taking a twenty quid deposit, which means it's never going to be made. But it was you just didn't see it coming. It was just, it was just a complete surprise. Yeah. So yeah, it was. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Disappointments. I put the Rolls Royce Cullinan. on. Aston Martin. Even though it's saved Rolls Royce, hasn't it? It's been. The fastest selling Rolls Royce in history. Because there's a lot of people in a certain big country with a lot of bad taste. <laughs> exactly. Without naming names. And also in that country, they might be interested in purchasing the Aston Martin DBX, which I also see as a massive disappointment. It's, I quite like that. It's, <coughs> it's ugly beyond belief. That was badly timed. <laughs> Go on. 
I just want to make it clear to any listeners that the lady that's just pulled up beside us is an ugly beyond belief. I've not actually seen... I mean, she's not a looker, but it's not, <laughs> she's not ugly beyond belief. And she drives a Volvo. Um, so, uh, apologies for that. Uh, but the Aston DBX is just, for me, it's all kinds of wrong. When I went to the Aston Martin factory and it was covered up in camo, it just looked totally wrong. The back's horrible, the side's horrible, the wheels don't fit the arches, and the front is a Ford. So basically, save yourself 200 grand and buy yourself a new Ford Puma because they're identical. I like them. I don't know why, <laughs> but I like them. Anyway. So what's it going to be then? What? What's going to be the What's going to be the biggest disappointment? The Cullinan or the Aston Martin DBX? One saved a company. Don't get me wrong; it's absolutely disgusting, very ostentatious, and absolutely no class at all. It's horrible. It needs to just drive around in a supersized bin bag. And the other one hasn't done anything yet, and they've just recorded so a, a really difficult financial year. I still year. think the Cullinan because I expected better. Well, to be when you say expected better, I never expected it. I never expected Rolls Royce to make an SUV. I just didn't think they ever had that need to. But like but you once, said, once they did, you thought, God, it should be better than that. Yeah, yeah. It should be really special, and it's not. Must say something if the royal family hasn't got one. Because they still drive around the Range Rovers. Too, yeah. Yeah, they do. Unless you. The but, but then again, the Range Rovers are proper four by four off-roader. Half mm. of these SUVs aren't. No. So. He, he couldn't flip a Cullinan either, could he? Like he flipped a Range Rover. That's true. I was thinking more you couldn't really drive it over Balmoral, but you know. Oh, well, either way, he'd crash it there as well, wouldn't he? Shut up. <laughs> Car of the year. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Go on then. <laughs> what was your car of the year, Al? My car of the year was... I actually haven't picked one. Good, because it's wrong. <laughs> um, I would pick the... I would pick the LP and the B3 just because to make it an estate so desirable takes some beating, takes some doing. Yeah. Well, you're kind of right because the car is a BMW. I've had to agree to some of the dress, by the way. <laughs> but, it's not the B, but it's not the B3. The car of the year, the full beam car of the year for 2019 <laughs> is the BMW 3 Series which M4 was Ti, saloon. which was our saloon. And like I said, I don't want to go over it again, but the well, you're going to anyway, aren't you? No, no, no. The reasons that I gave beforehand is exactly why that is car of the year. Oh, body language. Cool. They've smashed it out of the park for, for that. They have made the three series a desirable car again. And in my eyes, I wouldn't walk into an Audi, Mercedes, or Alpha garage and go, <coughs> there's 30 grand. But I'd certainly walk into a BMW dealership and go, give me that 3, 3 Series in the M40i and there's 30 grand. It's got everything on it that you can possibly need. It's a fraction slower than the M3, but you haven't got to have the six monthly servicing costs. The insurance is less, the fuel consumption is less. You get it in an estate version. That is car of the year. It is just everything you need. I should really give up some kind of arguments here, but I can't be bothered. It's not that you can't be bothered, son. It's because you haven't got one. <laughs> I think it would be worth it because you, I know, your arguments are very good. They're very good. They are. So, okay. Awesome. That's agreed. Right. That's that done for next week. This we're, year. We're going to have Car Award of the Decade. Are we? We are, just to get you thinking. Oh, it's, yeah. take, it's taken out <laughs> six weeks to come up with eight cars. Six weeks. I, I, could you imagine Al? 
thinking of a, a, a saloon car from over 10 years. No. I couldn't. We're not going to do that. I would love to do it, but it would just burn your head out. Why don't you do it and ask if I agree or not? Oh, maybe. Maybe. What's coming up in the next in the next in the next week's show? What do you reckon? We're not doing that then. No. Okay. Um, any ideas? Any thoughts? We never did our first memories of cars. We did the first memories of cars, but we never done our earliest cars we've been in. No, that's true. Maybe something to think about there, Al. Yeah. I think I would like to make a plea as well. Yeah. Uh, on our social media recently, we've been you know trying to push getting more followers and getting more subscribers to our YouTube channel. If you follow us on Twitter, if you watch or listen to these episodes, please, please, please make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Please make sure that you like, you comment, just please get involved in that. If you enjoy us on, on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, please tell your mates, your friends, your family, and, and like us on Twitter as well. And if you are on Twitter and you have liked us and you do follow us, let yourselves be known to us on Twitter as well so we can start interacting with you. And retweet us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <coughs> so, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is at Full Beam Cars. And we're on YouTube, is the Full Beam channel. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I put out a bit... Subscribe as well, sorry. I put out a bit of a competition in the week as well, saying that, yeah. if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you follow us on Twitter, so there's there's a there's a tweet on our, on our profile that says um, follow uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and like and RT the actual tweet so we know that you've done it, um, and then we will put the people's names into a hat, and then after a month or so, um, we will then pull a name out of the hat, and we will invite you to either come on as a guest or come on to replace either me or Al and be with the other one, or do the um, the actual episode in your car. You know, I thought you were going to say then. What? We'll pull your name out the hat and we'll, we'll read your name out. <laughs> <laughs> and the competition winner is... Well done. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> right, I'll let's go. Right then. Bye bye everyone. See you next week. Bye. Remember, if it's Friday, it must be full beam. Hey.